Hey church, I loved Robert Madu's message last week, and I know you did too, and if you didn't see it, you need to see Robert Madu's message. It was so good, and while he was preaching it, he read the scripture, Matthew 6, verses 31 through 33, so do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear, for the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well, and he's saying this, and on the second time I heard it, because I, I watch it multiple times, being at service, and uh, on the second time I heard it, I just got inspired, and I, I, I wrote this message right then and there, as, as he's preaching, I'm writing another message, but I'd already heard it. And uh, I wrote this message called The Next New Normal. The Next New Normal. Because that just resonated with me. There's so many people saying, I wonder what's gonna happen. I wonder what's gonna happen. Can God take care of me? What's gonna go there? And, and uh, so we're talking about the next new normal. We're not going backwards. And a lot of people wanna think about it was better back then. And it's even in the Bible. Ecclesiastes 7.10 says, do not say why were the old days better than these for it's not wise to ask such questions. We're not going backwards, we're going forward. And we're going into the next new normal. And I didn't say new normal, next new normal, because it's always changing. People are like, well, it's never gonna be the same. It's never gonna be normal. Well, it's never normal. Okay, we're going into the next new normal and we're moving forward. And by the way, I'm optimistic. I just believe we're gonna get a vaccine. I believe there's gonna be a breakthrough, herd immunity, all this. And we'll figure out how to adapt to that. That's what we do. But there'll be a next new normal and we've gotta be going forward. But again, the world's like, what's gonna happen? Axios said this in an article, things will never truly return to normal. Hopkins Medicine said, the COVID-19 pandemic has changed life as we know it. What will the new normal mean to you? It's just the next new normal. I mean, it has changed household behavior, individual behavior, church behavior, um, but it, we adapt. We adapt and we keep moving forward. Let me read it again. So what? Do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Okay, we're given to you as well. Don't worry. This is just telling me, don't worry, because God's providential, sorry, God's providential care is there. Here's my point. If the grass is growing, God's still got it under control. If, if snow's falling in the winter, God still got it under control. Don't worry because we have faith in God. Don't worry because he knows our needs. Don't worry because when we obey and follow him, he'll take care of us. There's a, a sign in my office that uh, Luke has made from the Shakopee campus. Uh, it says, I got this, God. And it just reminds me, I don't have to worry. As I go into the next new normal, God's got it. We're gonna be okay. And I wanna just reaffirm everybody, we're going to be okay. We are moving forward. God has this. It may not look the same way we thought it would look, but we're moving forward into the next new normal. So here's a couple of things that I wanna share about going into the next new normal. Number one, you gotta stay connected. You gotta stay connected. Jesus said this in John 15, five. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. I mean, I know we are practicing social distancing, but do not practice spiritual distancing. I mean, we've gotta stay connected to one another. And I know it's not a building, but it's a belonging. It's an active faith. 
And uh, I can say this to those that have been coming to the building to worship, or, you know, we've got multiple campuses and we want to spread out across America and maybe even around the world. Um, we miss you. If, you. if you are part of the local, you know, and you come when you're comfortable, if you're online and you're part of our online church, we want to get to know you better. And we're going to even have Zoom life groups in the fall. I mean, we want to get to know you. We're in this together. We are connected. We're going to stay active. We're going to stay connected in the next new normal. And um, in the pressures of life, it just feels like there's a, I, I might not go with you. I'm holding back. What's your motive? And, and it's almost like a mutiny, if you will. I think about movies and uh, in every action movie, there's like a mutiny thing, like we're going forward. No, we're going this way, we're going. And, and you know, I, I think about a movie that I saw years ago, Saving Private Ryan. And uh, they, they were having this, you know, we're not going, we're not going, I'm not going, I'm not doing it. And, and Tom Hanks, who's the, the leader, he just finally yells out, I'm an English teacher. And why is that significant? They had been guessing what he did for a living and he's trying to calm them. And he's like, I'm an English teacher. I'm just trying to get home. I'm just trying to do the mission to save Ryan. That's all I'm trying to do. And he pulls them back together and he gets them to connect. I'm just speaking to the church right now. Hey, I'm a pastor. I grew up in Egan. I'm just trying to stay on mission. Stick with me. Stay connected. Don't drift in the next new normal. Let's, let's do our Bible reading with soap. Let's worship together. Let's have life groups. Let's have serving. Let's pray. Let's call people. Let's stay connected. Let's use Zoom. Let's gather. Let's, let's stay connected as we head into the next new normal. It's critical. If you don't stay connected, you, you detach from Jesus. He's the vine. If you detach from him, you will dry up. You will drift away. You just dry things, just blow in the wind, and then you'll spiritually die. We don't want that for you. Stay connected. In the next new normal, I just gotta say this, we gotta live lighter. Some of us are heading into the next new normal and we're getting heavier. Um, and I don't mean like the COVID, was it COVID-15, COVID-19, COVID, whatever they, you know, gaining. I determined I wasn't gonna be that. But we gotta live lighter. Matthew 6, 19 says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and, and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Hebrews 12, 1 says this, therefore, since we're surrounded by such a cloud of, great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Live lighter. We got to live lighter. And, and so many of us with the COVID world that we're living in, you know, we could travel and, you know, I'd love to travel and couldn't travel. So they said RV sales through the roof, cabin sales through the roof, jet skis, boats, four-wheelers, motorcycles. Boom. Walmart said that multiple Walmart stores sold out of TVs the day after the stimulus checks arrived. Boom. People are like, ah, grab it, get it all. And, and it, it's not bad in them in and of themselves, okay? By the way, I thought about buying a jet ski, a boat, a motorcycle, a cabin, but Becca is in my life as, I got the Holy Spirit and Becca, and Becca's like, come on. And I was like, you're right, you're right, you're right. But I'm just telling you, because I mean, I'm like, you want to go to a movie? Oh, can't do it. Want to go shopping? Oh, shorter hours. Want to go to a concert? Oh, no concert. Want to go to sports? Uh, you know, so you're like, what are you going to do? So you're like, get a jet ski, get a, get a boat, get a, you get the point. My point is this, again, they're not bad. They're not bad things. Everybody's like, ah, oh, no, 
I'm saying this, but if it redirects your resources from where God told you to send your resources, then it's wrong. You're like, I'm gonna make this king, but well, COVID means no kingdom builders, we'll buy the jet ski. You, know, you see what I'm saying? If it redirects, if it weighs you down with payments you can't afford, listen to Dave Ramsey, financial peak, come on. Don't get, wait, live lighter, live lighter. If it keeps you further away from your mission, the money you were setting aside for a global team all of a sudden goes, you see, and it keeps you away from your mission. If it occupies more time than you have available, which, I mean, it keeps you from church. You're not living lighter, you're living heavy, and, and, and you're encumbering yourself with weight that is keeping you from the mission in the next new normal. You gotta be ready, and, and I mean physically. You should be physically ready, spiritually ready, financially ready, we should be living lighter. I mean, our mission hasn't changed. We still, in the next new normal, we are going into all the world. We're gonna preach the name of Jesus. We are gonna start new campuses. We are gonna send 500 missionaries. We are going to be about the Great Commission. We're gonna build disciples. We are going to stay on mission. And if we're so heavy and we're bloated and we have all this distraction in our life, can you imagine the just keep me, 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 sorry, Lord, sorry, Lord, I, I, I'll hear you, me, 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 one more laugh and then I'll get to you and then I'll talk to you. No, live lighter and as we head into the next new normal, we have to live lighter. Now, third thing, we gotta get creative, we gotta get creative and I'll summarize this story in Luke chapter 16, it's worth reading in Luke chapter 16, story of about a shrewd manager. What happens is this guy is getting fired He's getting fired, and so he's like, I don't, I don't, I don't wanna have to work for a living, like do stuff hard, I've been a manager, I've been a leader, vice president, and so what he does is he goes around and says, you owe my manager this much, cut it down to this much, and he gets all these favors from people, and he's like kinda really extorting and blackmail, and he's doing side deals, and it's really kinda sketch, and you're looking at this like, Jesus, why are you talking about this guy like that? And, and, and the point is, there's so many points in that parable that Jesus is talking about, um, you know, like kind of like, you, you can't serve God money. He's, he's just, there's so many parable, stories in the parable, but the main one is this. Jesus is like, the people of this world, they are way more creative in their survival and in their business than the people of God are in following God. That was like the thing. He's like, this guy, he's like, this guy was shrewd. This guy was thinking. He was always looking for a way to advance himself. And he's saying, is, can you be creative and always look for a way to advance the kingdom? That's, it's worth reading. And again, you're thinking like, is Jesus endorsing embezzlement and black belt? No, he's not. He's not. He's saying the world uses that. And I wish my followers were as creative and, and always thinking of angles to advance the cause. And, and, and so in this moment here, again, don't embezzle, but he's saying, don't stay stuck. I love what William Barclay said. He said over and over, he's a commentary guy. He said over and over again, a man will expend 20 times the amount of time and dollars and effort on pleasures and his hobby, his sports, as he does on his church. If only men would give as much attention to the things that concern their souls as they do their business. I mean, there are people that are worshiping in church and they're kind of like, oh, I got to think about this. Oh, that's a just angle and jot that note down and walk out of church. And, you know, you, you pause the service in your living room and you're like, oh, because you're thinking. He's just saying, I wish you would be as creative for the things of God and looking for creative solutions instead of being stopped as you stare at the next new normal. We're staring at the next new normal and we get stuck. 
Spencer Johnson wrote a book, Who Moved My Cheese? And it's all about like, it, it moved. The cheese moved. It's no longer there. And you just, you got to adapt. You got to change. You got to move. You got to be flexible and you got to go. We have got to innovate, church. We have got to innovate. I'm speaking to everybody right now that's watching this. Innovate. Let's be creative. Let's be more shrewd than the guy that's, I don't want to work. I don't want Let's be more creative than that. I'm thinking about this. Like, if you told me a year ago, 90% of the churches in the world would be digital, I'd have been like, no, they're not. They're not. They're just, they don't get it. A lot of people don't even know how to use their phones. Some people sell flip phones. I said, no, no, they're not. But all of a sudden, COVID, boom, boom, boom. And now 90% of the churches are online with online services. I mean, we're using Zoom groups. We had John Maxwell in one of our Zoom life groups. I mean, we can do that. We're being creative. I mean, our all staff meeting, if you don't know, like our all staff meeting is, is done digitally, like just like a digital conference. We have our staff go to their campus and we don't commingle them. You know, we're trying to isolate with COVID and, you know, not have all cross pollination. You just never know. I heard of a church the other day. They all went on a retreat and they all got, you know, exposed to one person, had to shut down. Okay. So we're, we're trying to protect against that. And, and we, you know, obviously Becca and I had it and Thankfully, we stayed away and didn't give it to anybody, but we're being innovative. And the other day, I was like, that was a great staff meeting. That was really enjoyable. We're innovating. My doctor, I had a doctor's appointment, you know, uh, cholesterol medicine. I had to do a checkup, and it was digital. I'm sitting there talking to him, and, you know, he's, I'm at home, and he's in the office, and we're talking back. We're innovating. I mean, have you seen they had cardboard cutouts for baseball? And they're in the fans, they're in the stadium. One church did that too. They had cardboard cutouts for the congregation, which I don't do. I just know that you're watching and, and I'm in this studio here. And But I feel, I know, I know that you're watching. I've seen it in church. I've seen it in your living room. I participated in my living room, but they had cardboard cutouts. Because do you know, most people sit in the same seats. You, year after year, same seats. And, and so you can kind of almost take attendance with where people sit, you know. But they had cardboard cutouts. And here's what hit me that, that made me think about reopening, like accelerated my thinking. First of all, I wanted to, and I assessed the risk, okay? But then I realized they said, Las Vegas is being creative in the way that they're opening and they're gonna have masks and they're gonna have sanitization stations and they're gonna wipe down the games and they're gonna, and I'm like, are you serious? Las Vegas is going to open casinos, and the church is like, oh, no, what are we going to do in the next new normal? And I was like, uh-uh, mm-mm, nope. The next new normal is, is coming upon us, and I'm jumping in it. I'm jumping in it, and I've got my face mask. I've got my stuff. I mean, we're sanitizing. We're doing whatever we can. We got rid of donuts and coffee on site. We've got to figure out how to bring those back. But, I mean, the next new normal needs creativity, the next new normal needs you to be shrewd like that manager that says, wait, 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 wait. I don't want to do that. I don't want to lose that. I, I've got to do this. The best way to do church has not been thought of yet, and we need to think of it. We need to go into it and say, how can we do We've got to be creative. And then the last thing heading into the next new normal is this. Get ready to spread out. I mean, you, you get ready to spread out. You got to stay connected, live lighter. We got to be creative, and we got to be ready to be spread out. What does that mean? I believe when you head into a next new normal, all of a sudden something happens. Like the Romans created a next new normal with roads everywhere and the gospel goes out. The internet has created a next new normal and allowed us to go out. 
But I've noticed this, that persecution and pestilence and plagues tend to spread people and cause things to change. It's the next new normal. Like New York City, if you'd have told me two years ago, you know, don't buy a New York City, it's a terrible investment. I was like, no, are you kidding me? It looks amazing, okay? Million people, gone. The spread is happening. You see people moving out of the cities, moving here. I, I talked to one person, they said, our company said indefinite, not going back. I mean, that's devastating to the community where this business is located. You understand that? Spreading, people working from home, homeschool, next new normal, which by the way, I'm praying for you. If you're homeschool and you're working and honestly, I mean, we've got to figure this one out. I mean, as an empty nester, I was like, lockdown, you know, but for those of you with kids at home and you're doing this school, but it just changes. And all of a sudden people are like, oh, I can work from the cabin. I can work from the lake. I can work from here. I don't need to live in the city. I don't need to do the commute. And it just spreads. And that's why our online campus is so critical now because I just see our church all over the world all over the world. We had Global Team Iowa last week and they were watching the service in Iowa. They said, we got an Iowa campus just for a weekend. But think about it, persecution, pestilence, plagues, it, it does. In Acts 8.1, on that day, a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Persecution, the next new normal, spread them. But you also see plagues and, and pestilence and, and, and just crisis that happens. In 2004, a tsunami hit India. And a place that wasn't really open all of a sudden allowed people to come in with the gospel. Also, the European refugee crisis. People that we couldn't reach all of a sudden are being displaced by war. The Syrian refugees all of a sudden were able to minister to people that it would have been dangerous to minister to. You, you understand? It just has a way, the next new normal has an ability to spread the body around. It all of a sudden, what if your remote work allows you to go to a country that has restricted access and allows you to be a tent maker? You know what that means? The apostle Paul, when he'd go into a place, he was a tent maker and he'd support his needs by making tents, okay? He didn't need any money to go and be do all this work. What if you could be sent by your company to remote work in a country around the world and you weren't thinking about it until COVID hit, until the next new normal came in. And now you could be one of our 500 missionaries and your budget's like this big instead of this big because your company's paying for it. Thinking creative, remember, and being ready to be spread. What if your living lighter allows you to say, you know, I have a decreasing interest in the things of this world. The American dream doesn't hold the, the, the pull on me anymore. And guess what? I'm able to be sent, I'm able to go, I'm living lighter, I'm ready, I'm ready to be spread. There's something about that. I mean, the digital world that's there is allowing us to be spread throughout the world digitally, and I thank God for that. I've got this thought that even these services right now, we could make digital services like with, with an Indian host pastor that we could do and, 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 and reach India. We could have a Russian host pastor. We could have, do you understand? And we could have the sermon. I'm just saying, let's think creatively and be ready to be spread using digital, using the ability to say, Lord, here am I, send me. Not here am I, send somebody else. Maybe 
It's time for us to realize the next new normal is filled with opportunities. It's not fear. I want to speak that. It's not fear. And I really, I really believe there's going to be vaccine. It's not wishful thinking. It's just the fact that the history, we get vaccines and we look at like, oh, it's been months. And God's like, he showed me the other day, look at the years these people were in exile. Come on, get ready for the next new normal. I'm like, all right, we're in. Don't fear. Don't quit. Don't get heavy. Let's Let's get ready for the next new normal. Jesus said this. He said, night is coming when no one can work. Let's work while it's day. We have an opportunity to move into the next new normal, seize it, grab hold of it, and and do something amazing for God. I'm just believing that. I just come against fear in Jesus' name. I pray blessing on you, and I pray you'd step into the next new normal with faith and boldness and confidence. So Lord, give them that in the next new normal let us be leaning in, ready to go, to grab hold of every opportunity and work while it's still day. You've got it under control. You've got this. You're God, and we will trust you. We will lean into the next new normal. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen.